On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, the Lightning look to continue their winning ways as they will have a rendezvous with the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow. We preview that game. We talk about some of the recent performances of certain players on this team, most notably Anthony Sorelli on today's show. All that and more, but first, let's play that music. Having a good day thus far. It is Wednesday, November 17th. Absolutely rolling through this month. And Lightning have been rolling through this month as well through their schedule thus far. You know, I, I, they have been playing poorly. I mean, not poorly to the extent of where we should be worried. But to the extent of where we should just keep our eye on them. Our, our eye on them. Before we get into that, I just want to thank all of you for being the for making us your first listen of the day. Whether you're going to work, whether you're coming back from work, whether you're just going out for the night, whatever the case may be, we always thank the enthusiasm and appreciate the love that you've thrown our way uh, this season as well as in previous years. Like I stated at the top of the show, we'll be discussing the Tampa Bay Lightning playing the Philadelphia Flyers. First time in about two years that these two teams are seeing each other. Uh, actually, the Philadelphia Flyers were the last team in which the Tampa Bay Lightning were supposed to play during the 2020 season, which that game was obviously canceled because COVID was, I believe, I believe that was the day when everything shut down. So the Lightning did not get one last crack at Philly then. But these two teams come in with the Lightning being 6-1-3 and three over their last 10, with the Flyers being 6-3-1. and one. Both, both teams are coming in on a little bit of a win streak. The Flyers winning their last one out, as well as the Lightning in the middle of a two-game winning streak. The, the Flyers coming up with a ton of energy considering they played a very good team. Calgary Flames in which they won 2-1 in OT. So, but the Flyer, uh, but the the Lightning will also be having a ton of energy coming into this one. Just playing absolutely incredible to start the month. But like I stated, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. I mean, other than the St. Louis Blues at the end of the of the month, I really think the Lightning should be able to win out the rest of their games after they faced a tough matchup this past Monday against the New York Islanders, where really like I stated on last night's episode, that this was probably the most complete game that we've seen from them all season long. Uh, they did all everything right. Even even when they took penalties, they were the right penalties to take. They weren't egregious. They 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 all there was a meaning behind all of them. In what was a very very hard fought physical game, and and I have to say that really. You know, regardless of the couple of days off that the Lightning have, I fully, fully believe and expect them to bring that same intensity that they had in this past game on Monday against the Islanders into this game against Philly. Uh, these teams are almost identical in all of the stats. Uh, the Lightning are 19% on the power play, where Philly is 15. 
So only a separation of nine places there in the league. Uh, 85% on the PK for the Lightning, whereas the Flyers are 83. Only three spots separate those two. The the Flyers do have a little bit of an edge in the face-off circle. It's a, I've, I have spoken about it in length on this show, how the Lightning need to do a better job in the face-off circle, especially winning face-offs in their own zone. And they just haven't been able to do that. And really, at the beginning of the season, I thought that Anthony Sorelli was really going to take his his face-offs to a whole nother level. We were going to see the percentage really bump up, but that hasn't really happened. We haven't seen that really, you know, the best player on this team thus far in face-offs has been Pierre-Edouard Belmauer. And little bit of a surprise there but at the same time he does have a good track record thus far and throughout his career so you know what someone's got to win face-offs so you'll probably see John Cooper putting him out a lot more which we have seen in the last couple of games uh have him roll out that third line with Perry Maroon and Belmar the bruiser line which I like to call him um especially for Belmar's ability to win face-offs. So I wouldn't be surprised in a game such as this against the Flyers in which we'll see that third line rolled out like it's the last two seasons. You know, a little bit of a different look, a little bit of a different style, but still as reliable as in past years. Um, Anthony Sorelli. And really, going back to him, Anthony Sorelli has just been doing... A fantastic job this season. Outside of the faceoff circle, he has he has you know if you if you look at his stats right now, over 14 games played, he has four goals and 10 points. And the thing that has really stuck out to me is his offense, obviously, but he his style of play has really taken off. It, you've it, you've seen it get a lot grittier. Um, you know, you see how he's playing. He's he's really taken a step up and being one of the leaders on this team in terms of just going out there, playing physical, and that really goes a long way. We saw it in the last game. He got into a little uh, scuffle there at the end of the game that resulted in him having a bloody nose and all that. Obviously, earlier in the game also had to do with the fact that he got hit in the face by a puck, uh, momentarily removing him from the game. But his stats are headed in the right direction. Right now, he's he's only twelve off uh, the many point, uh, twelve off his total in points from last year. Which obviously you have to take that with a grain of salt, considering he only played fifty as opposed to only playing fourteen this year. But his career high has been forty four. So if you're looking at the progress to be there, it's definitely been there. But like I stated before, the faceoff percentage is something that really, I I believe that you could put him in the conversation for Selkie if you just bump up that that face-off percentage from 45 to about a little under the 50% 50 mark. Um, And the reason why I bring up Anthony Sorelli, other than the fact of his recent play, is because you have seen thus far this season how much of an effect he has on this team, whether it's doing things off the puck, winning the battles along the boards, just being in position at all times, just very impressed thus far. He's being a lot more aggressive. 
and he's playing a huge role in the offensive output. Six assists thus far. I expect that number to be around probably the 50 mark towards the end of the season. Um, give or take a, a slump or some sort of injury might be picked up here or there. But really, I, I think this is the year where, and, and I stated this in the offseason, that with the subtraction of, of Goodrow, Coleman especially, and Gord, someone either coming in or someone that has been here for a while has will have had to have stepped up. And 71 has done that job. Now, the numbers don't exactly jump off the page to you, but if you're looking at his career stats and where he's headed in the right direction, and we've said this in the past as well as with Braden Point, Anthony Sorelli is doing all the things right. The points will come. The goals will come. But really, the stuff that can't be quantified to paper is really what has made the difference thus thus this year for the Tampa Bay Lightning with Anthony Sorelli's performance. Now, obviously, there still needs some. There's still other players that need to to step up. And thus far, Victor Hedman in the goal department. Now, that's something that obviously a lot of people might say and look at that. I don't know what the problem is. He has 13 points, 11 of them are assists. Yeah, that's great. But the offensive production in terms of goals is definitely there. And it's and it's not out of the realm of the possibility for Victor Hedman to really go off on a little roll. We've seen it in the playoffs over the last couple of years. So why not in the regular season? Last year, he had nine goals and 36 assists, landing him with 45. The year prior... 11. His career high is 17 that he had back in the 2017-2018 season. Now, you could chalk that up as to, okay, that was kind of a little bit of an anomaly. You could see he kind of hovers around the 10 to, to 12 mark, 13 once, uh, which was his the first year that he hit double digits and goals. But also, I think that it really comes about comes down to scheme and, and I know I've kind of sounded like a broken record thus far this season with the way that the defensemen are playing and their contributions in terms of of goals but the fact of the matter is is that a lot of these defensemen can score and we've seen that they have the talent Ryan McDonough Mikhail Sergachev Sergachev is one which I feel like the issue there is that he is not taking as many shots as that we would hope he would. Now, he averages around 10, the 100 mark. His career high is 141. Uh, thus far this year, he has 23. So a little bit, a little bit under two per game. So one and a half, we'll call it that. But I don't see a reason as to why we can't unload on these guys. I, I don't see a reason as to why John Cooper, because we've seen it work before. I, I'll say it on every episode. When the defensemen take control of the puck, and we saw it in the last game with Victor Hedman, when the defensemen as a whole take control of the puck and are more aggressive in the offensive zone, that opens up the entire ice. And it leaves a lot of guys open. We saw it with the Steven Stamkos power play goal. And speaking about power play goals. This is a game against the Philadelphia Flyers, and we'll continue more on that in just a little bit, to where 
power play power plays are not going to be in abundance here. I expect this to be a very low scoring game, somewhat on the level of what we saw in Monday's game against the Islanders. I don't think it's going to be 4-1, but you wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised at the same time with Carter Hart and Net. You don't know what kind of goaltender you're going to get on any given night with Carter Hart. And I'll talk about all that and more in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of today's first sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, right next week. And all the good foods and treats and plenty of them are right there for your disposal, for you to eat, to chow down on, to pig out on. But maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't full of calories and sugar. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it for once. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar. Or go to a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. The best thing about Built Bars are that they're low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go to Bill, go get yourself a Built Bar or two. Share it with some of your family at, at Thanksgiving. You know, eat them before so you don't eat too much at Thanksgiving and overeat and you feel terrible about yourself. Throw them at your cousin. Throw them at that aunt when you're making awkward conversation with her since you only see her once a year. And don't forget to keep an eye on the Built Bar website because they have new surprises all month, all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. And don't forget that Black Friday is next week as well. And there's nothing like Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBarBuilt.com. And we're back here for segment two on Locked on Lightning. Once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you're just tuning in now, I've never met anyone that fast forwards through a podcast, but you know what? More power to you. That's why you have the control. And if you are listening to us on an app-based podcast uh, distributor, please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast and give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed. If you know a site that distributes podcasts, we are there. And go ahead and follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And we also have a YouTube page. So go ahead and give us a follow on there. More videos to come in the future. So keep an eye out for that. So yeah, so we spoke about the lightning. We spoke about, obviously, the lightning. We spoke about Anthony Sorelli. Because he, the guy has been in an absolute great stretch of it as of late. And that has really been the key for this team. And his performance and his 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 production, whether it, it, it be handling the puck. And because he has made some very fantastic passes thus far. You know, they don't always result in goals, but they result in goal scoring chances. And I think that's the thing that has really, unfortunately, been overlooked and, and doesn't get enough credit with not just him, but with a lot of players. We see it. We see it with Victor Hedman all the time, creating chances. And that's what the Lightning need to do in this game. And I believe that they will have enough enough chances to do that. The Flyers are going to come in. They're going to play stereotypical Flyer hockey that we are all accustomed to. And what that means essentially is that the Flyers are going to come in and they're going to try and play physical, 
physically imposing hockey. They're going to try and dominate the corners. But the Lightning need to strike first. They need to strike early. And that is really what the game plan is on any given night. And we need to see if, if the Lightning don't respond, if, if they don't score first, then they need to respond swiftly and quickly like we saw in the Islander game, which was a fantastic and, and really capitalize on turnovers in the zone, which they did a very good job in that game. And I expect them to be flying around on the ice with Philly and, and really doing what they can to overwhelm this team early on. Because let's face it, they have a very potentially good goaltender in net, but not one that is really goes out there on a nightly basis and has and has consistently been good and and someone that really is scares you when you look at the stat sheet or at the report before the game. Carter Hart, who I would imagine is in net for tomorrow night's game uh, with Vasilevsky being in net for the Lightning. He he rolls into this game with a 5-3-2 record, with a goals against average of 2.19, with a save percentage of 9-3-5, and one shutout. And, and that's why this team has been playing well all year. And that's why they're coming into this game with an 8-4-2 record. Um, whereas, you know, I, I still think we're in the early stages of the season, and but that shows how competitive the Metropolitan Division is. The Flyers are in fourth place right now, but the Lightning have the best goaltender in the world, and I think this might potentially come down. If, if, if Carter Hart is on tomorrow night, then this will come down to a game where Vasilevsky will have to stand on his head. But if we see mediocre Carter Hart, and when I say mediocre Carter Hart, I mean not good with his positioning, lets in very easy, soft goals, the Lightning will need to push down on the gas pedal for this game. They will need to do the exact same thing that you saw on Monday. Not let up. Keep tallying the goals. Do not let this team get any momentum. Come out of the gate strong. And I and I firmly believe that 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 we will see that out of this team tomorrow night, because like I stated in the preview of the Islander game, is that this this Islander game, which obviously we all know by now they ended up winning, was the kind of game, especially in at this point in the schedule, the Lightning. It, all it takes is one game for this team to get rolling. And we haven't really saw that. We thought we saw it at the end of last month. But unfortunately, the Lightning weren't able to keep that up in Toronto. And they had a couple of uh, tough losses in OT. One there in Toronto and then back at home against Carolina. But I think the Lightning need to go into this stretch right now because, yes, they have Philly tomorrow. If you just play the same exact way with the same exact energy and intensity that you showed up with on Monday, this is a very winnable game. A game that could possibly be out of reach by early third period, possibly the late of the second. I'm not saying the Lightning are going to go out there and blow the Flyers out. No, that's too much to ask. The Flyers are too good of a team for that to happen. But that is the kind of mentality you should go out there with. And I think the Lightning realized that. Because if you look at the stretch that is coming up, you got New Jersey on Saturday. New Jersey, they're a decently talented team. Very good. Just out of the, f- the fourth spot in the Metro. 
but they're still they're not there yet in terms of talent in talent and then you have the wild coming to town right after that for a back-to-back you get your team going in this stretch by the time you face philly next tuesday like i said this team could easily win out just with that mentality alone just with that style of play just with that level of energy and that's all it takes and we've seen past couple of years what a game like that that we saw on Monday does to a team like this such as the Tampa Bay Lightning it propelled them to a whole nother level uh, this past Stanley Cup Finals yes the, the Canadians were you know not nearly in the same conversation in terms of all around talent and you know kind of I guess a little bit deer in the headlights with with all that was going on with the Stanley Cup Finals. But really a large part of that had to do with the Lightning getting hot at the same time. Playing a game in a playoff game with an atmosphere such as that. And we saw that atmosphere on Sat on, on Monday. And really this is the kind of thing to where, like I said, teams are still looking to find their identity as to who they will be for the rest of the year. And the Lightning could very well find their identity right now. So stay tuned for that because I'm telling you, at the beginning of the season, yes, was I skeptical that this team could possibly take the division? Yes. But if you go out and you play every night like that, we might have to start talking about the division as a real possibility for this team. All right, we're going to wrap things up in just a little bit with our third segment. But first, I want to talk about today's last sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball football action this season. And guess what? They're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to their new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code locked on to receive your bonus. If there was ever a time to bet on the Lightning to possibly win the division, I'm saying right now while the odds are a little bit lower. They're probably heavily the favorites, of course. At the same time, there's also probably a lot of people put money on the Panthers. But if the Lightning go out and play the way they've been pl- that they played on Monday cons- consistently, oh, you're going to win a lot of money, my friends. A lot of money. So go ahead and put your, your bets down now before the odds change. From basketball, football, and baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Locked on Lightning to wrap things up for the day. Uh, Yeah, really, I'm looking for kind of this to be not only, obviously, a a dominant win. And when I say dominant, I mean, I want the Lightning to go out there and play very hard physical hockey. Because I know the Philadelphia Flyers will come out and do the same exact thing. And I really think that that will entail a lot of players coming out and kind of breaking out of the rut if you would like to call it that that they have had all season long that guys there there are some individuals on this team that have yet to really really break through in terms of really having a a consistently good game names like that include Corey Perry who is 
not had a good go of it thus far through his first 14 games down in Tampa. Yes, he's been there in terms of being in the right spots at the right times, just not being able to get anything in the back of the net. Only one point on the season with a plus minus of minus five. So all you got to do is really go out there and score points, score goals, set up goals. I'm looking for Ross Colton to get started as well. He has two points and a goal this year with a plus minus of minus four. And this is the kind of game where I could see Ross really going out there and doing a little bit of everything. Ross has that kind of game where he he is, it, it is not out of the realm of possibility for Ross Colton to go out there and, and really possibly get into a fight. And, and, you know, this is the kind of game where 79 could go out there and have a Gordie Howe hat trick. It's the right opportunity for him. It's still early on in the season. It's going to be a very emotional, hard-fought game. And this is where a kind of player like Rose Colton will succeed and, and really hit the ground running and really start a possibly good stretch. I'd also like to see Andre Palat really score a goal in this game and, and really set up a few as well over his last five games you know he did have dev have an assist but he's still waiting to score another goal hasn't scored a goal since since the ottawa game back on the sixth so it's been it's been 11 days and i know he's fiending for a goal you get him going you get him going, and you get Braden Point going in this game. You get that first line paired with how Sorelli has been playing thus far. Like I said, we could win out for the rest of the month. And then we're talking about the Lightning threatening the Florida Panthers for the first place spot in the Atlantic Division. Think about how beautiful that sentence was just now. <laughs> So in the meantime, once again, I just want to thank all of you for listening. Please go ahead and like and subscribe to the show. Follow us on social media at LO underscore lightning on Twitter. So let's give us a follow on Instagram at locked on underscore lightning. You could give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Don't forget to follow us on our YouTube page, which we will be putting up more content in the coming days and weeks. And don't forget to turn on those notifications for the app if you are listening to us on an app-based podcast streaming service. So please go ahead and do that. So as soon as an episode drops a new one, you'll be notified and you could download it and all of that fun stuff. So once again, that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one. We'll be right back.